so cool to see um, how we all have miraculous healing in our lives today. And it wasn't just a thing that happened thousands of years ago. And it wasn't just a story then. It really happened. But it's also really happening now. Um, and we can see it and we experience it. And I think that was, um, he did such a good job. It was really cool to see. Um, this week we're talking about the miracle of peace. And I'm so excited. I feel like the last few messages I've given have been like real tough, like real heavy. But um, this is just good and I'm so excited for it. So I am going to pray one more time. Uh, if you want, raise your hand to heaven and a sign of surrender and close your eyes. Let's pray. And Jesus, thank you for being here. Thank you for this community. Um, and thank you for giving me this opportunity to share your words, Lord. I'm so excited for this, and I can't believe that um, I have the honor of doing it. So I pray that uh, this whole evening is glorifying to you. It's honoring to you. I pray that um, people's hearts and minds are open to receiving and learning something new. Um, and I pray that your peace just fills this room as we speak about it. Thank you for your son's sacrifice. Thank you for loving us first um, every day. So you're going to pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to be in Luke chapter 8, 22 through 25, if you want to turn there. But I'm just going to read this story to you. This is um, Jesus calming the storm on the boat with his disciples. <clears throat> so it says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and started out. As they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. Suddenly the storm was stopped and all was calm. Then he asked them, Where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man? They asked each other. When he gives a command, even the wind and waves obey him. <clears throat> So the boat's going down, they're drowning, they're panicking like anybody else would, okay? But Jesus is on this boat with them, and so naturally they're going to go ask him for help. They're waking him up like, Jesus, we're drowning, like, wake up, help us. <clears throat> and I love, Jesus wakes up, and he doesn't even say anything to them. He immediately rebukes the storm. And that word rebuke, I think, is really powerful. I was listening to um, a message by Rich Wilkerson, and he said that it's believed um, that this storm that they were in had like satanic and like demonic roots to it because this word rebuke is the same word he used to cast out demons um, in Mark chapter 1. So I, I thought that was really powerful. <clears throat> so he wakes up, rebukes the storm, okay, and then he looks to his disciples and he says, where is your faith, right? So they're in this storm, they're panicking, they ask him for help and he brings it to a complete stop, it's completely calm, and then he looks at them and is like, where was your faith? I'm right here. But I think that's such an incredible picture of how they're human. Like, Jesus is right there, and we know Jesus is right here with us in a different way. They were literally with him, like, could see him, they walked the earth with him, and they still lost faith. So I think that's just a picture of being human, and that's okay. Doesn't mean Jesus loves you any less, right? So, <clears throat> If Jesus was in the boat with them, they could have rest assured that they'd be okay. But they did lose faith for a moment, and I think we do that. I think that we forget that Jesus goes before us and that Jesus is always next to us, behind us, everywhere we go. But we can lose sight of that. We lose faith. But we also need to remind ourselves that if we have Jesus on our side, if he's going before us, like we can, we can rest. We can find comfort in that. Like It's okay. Um, and that's kind of 
when you recognize that, that's kind of the piece that we're going to be talking about tonight. <clears throat> so this miracle, I think we can relate to um, because things that we struggle with and things that we um, like are difficult for us, things that we walk through, they feel like storms, right? And our storms can all look different. Our storms can look like a storm of worry or of anxiety. It can look like a storm of fear or of doubt. They can all be different. But in this story, you see Jesus brings the storm to a complete calm. It's completely calm. And he does that in our lives too, but we have to seek it out. We have to pray for it. We have to invite him in and we have to say, you know, Jesus, I need you. And he'll completely calm the storm. I think it's hard because when we pray for a miracle to happen, we're praying the impossible. And that seems crazy and it requires really big faith, but I think what's incredible is that we serve a God that doesn't know the word impossible. He's above the word impossible. He's bigger than the word impossible. It, it has no meaning to our God. And that's why we can pray miracles in Jesus' name and expect them to happen. Um, I was going for a drive one day. I was like super stressed. I was not doing great and I couldn't calm down. So I was just like, I'm going to go. Like I had a terrible week terrible day at work like it was just awful and I was looking for peace I was needing to calm down so I went for a drive <clears throat> windows down music was really loud I was just like let's go um and I passed a sign that said when flooded turn around don't drown and it like made me mad <laughs> like I like rolled my eyes I was like are you serious that we have a sign that tells us like when it's flooded turn around don't go there like duh that's so obvious right and I felt like so annoyed that we needed a sign to tell us that. But then like I immediately started thinking about Jesus. Like it happened so fast. And I was reminded that Jesus is in front of us. He's next to us. He's behind us. He's surrounding us. But when we lose sight of him, we forget that all you need to do is turn around. He's right there. Jesus doesn't leave. We leave him sometimes. We walk away from him. We turn our back to him. But he doesn't leave. He doesn't turn around. He's right there. And it's such a simple, like, obvious reminder and a simple thing to do, but we forget it because we're human. But I think um, it's, it's such an incredible thing that it's so attainable, and it's something that we really can just slow down for a second and see that it's right there in front of us. It's not this crazy, unreachable peace that we're searching for, and we are searching for it, I think, all the time daily when we're struggling <clears throat> sorry and we're having a hard time and we can't see straight and we're overwhelmed with our stress and our anxiety and our storms I think it's important just to remember we got to slow ourselves down and turn around like Jesus is right there providing a peace too that is miraculous <coughs> but it's also just a gift from God himself um, John 14 27 says peace I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And it is, it's a gift, right? And so I feel like if God wants to freely give this to us, like why not slow it down? Why not accept it and why not seek it out? Um, this gift looks like rest and it looks like comfort. It doesn't necessarily look like all your problems go. And I think that's important to realize. But also realize who God is. So 2 Corinthians 1, 
says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So it's not something just for you, right? It's something you can bring to other people, and I think that's really powerful. So peace is miraculous, no doubt about it. Because it's a peace that, like I said, only comes from Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. Um, but it's attainable. It's not out of our reach. But the way we need to go about this, so if we're in our storm, the only way we're going to calm it down, the only way that we're going to still it is if we still our soul first. Right? We have to be still first. You're not going to be able to calm down this storm that you're in if you're running crazy in it and you're, you're not looking past it. You know, We're not supposed to look at our storm. You need to look past it and through it. Because there Jesus stands with his hand ready to help you out. And he's extending grace. He's extending rest. He's extending this peace that you're searching for. But sometimes we get so distracted and caught up and we just focus on fixing it ourselves. But we can't. We can't fix ourselves. We can't get out of things alone. We weren't created that way. We are created by a God who loves us enough that he wants us to rely on him. He wants to walk with us. He wants to help us. But he also wants us to be in community and with other people. And I think that's why this is such an important thing as well. You're not supposed to go through it alone. <clears throat> but you still need to take time by yourself to be calm and still your soul, right? So I think sometimes we can be afraid of the quiet. Is anyone like super uncomfortable when you're just like sitting in silence? Like, yeah, big time. It can get really awkward, or it can just be overwhelming. You're like thinking of all the things you have to get done, or you're thinking about a conversation you've previous, previously had, or like, I should have done this differently, or am I going to have time for this? Like, it, your mind just goes and goes and goes. And when you're trying to stop and calm down and be still, it's overwhelming and it's uncomfortable. Um, and the disciples felt that too in this story. They, it says they were terrified after Jesus calmed the storm. So they were scared in their storm, and they were worried, they were fearful, they were waking him up, freaking out. But then when he calmed the storm, they were like, <sighs> they were terrified, but amazed as well. So you have to get past that initial, like, overwhelming, kind of deafening silence to allow Jesus to work. And I think that that looks like... Um, allowing Jesus's presence into your life. So I'm going to talk for a second about getting present. I think it's something that a lot of people talk about and it kind of can, I don't know, it can be kind of weird to talk about, but it's such an important thing. Um, when you're getting present with Jesus, it's an exercise, like it's a practice that you need to do daily. Um, and in a second, I'm going to kind of talk you through it, but it's important because if we're not slowing down, and we're not asking Jesus to meet us where we are, he, like, we won't see that he is or that he will. You have to seek it out. It says when you come near to Jesus, he comes near to you, right? He's ready to meet you there, but you have to be willing to. It's a two-way thing. It's a relationship with Jesus that we have. We can't just expect him to, what, invade our lives if we're not willing to let him. He doesn't force himself into our lives. He allows us to choose him, and I think that's a really sweet thing about Jesus. So, um, okay, we're gonna <clears throat> do something. It's not right. Um, I'm gonna have us turn the lights off, and it's gonna be, like, completely dark, and I'm also gonna have you close your eyes. You can wait just a second before we do that. Okay. Um,
But in a second, if all the lights will be off, um, you're gonna close your eyes, and I'm gonna talk you through getting present, okay? So uh, it's gonna be a little bit quicker than what I normally like would encourage because of time and I wanna do small group and everything. Also, it's difficult to do as like a group, but uh, I'm gonna talk you through it, and I would encourage you guys to try this on your own and take your time, because it's not something that you need to rush. But I wanted to give us, as a community, because like I said, you can't do this on your own. You're not supposed to do this on your own. Your storms don't just go away by your own control. You need help. So I think it's a cool thing to just take a minute to be quiet and be still together um, while still focusing on yourself. So I'm going to talk through, hey, welcome to our home. Uh, I'm going to talk through like getting aware of your surroundings. I'm going to talk about where your thoughts are. We're going to have a meeting. So you know the Ford Focus right by that bush? Mm -hmm. um, can me and Chris ask them to move it because we have nowhere to put our cars when okay. we come back? Um, okay. We can move like five minutes. We're about to leave, so. Okay. So it's a Ford Focus? Yeah. Let me see what car it is. Any on the end of right now? Okay, so as soon as you guys get back, as long as that's gone? Yeah. Okay, it'll be gone. Okay, okay yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. You're good. Well, make sure no one parks there. Okay. 